This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1358, Health in America, part one. Why do some Americans want Medicare for all? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. Today, we answer a student question. What is the viewpoint of Americans on Medicare for all? And how can we survive with such uncertainty around healthcare? Today is part one in a two-part series that was recorded before the coronavirus became a serious issue. Listen in for our perspectives on healthcare in America today. This episode was recorded a few weeks in advance. Our understanding of the COVID-19 situation has changed since then. We hope you are healthy and safe. And we hope that All Ears English can be a bright spot in your day during this moment of uncertainty. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Awesome, Michelle. I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's been quite a springtime, this whole whirlwind thing we've had with coronavirus. Guys, we are recording in the middle of March. So by the time this comes out, we actually don't know what is going to be happening with that. But healthcare yeah. is such a buzzword right now in the U.S. with oh politics, right? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, at this point, again, we don't know really what will have happened right now. It's Joe Biden versus Bernie Sanders versus mm -hmm. randomly Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> random. Random. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, but yeah. Um, so at this point, that's what it is. And Bernie Sanders um, has announced that he is not leaving the race, although he is losing currently. So we'll see what happens. Uh, by May 4th, we should know a lot more. Um, so yeah. let's see. Um, but Lindsay, I mean, we are going to talk about healthcare today, which is kind of a sticky, confusing subject, but we are going to do it. Um, mm -hmm. But I have a question for you. Yes. Yes. Please ask. Are, <laughs> are you satisfied <laughs> with your healthcare plan? Yeah. You know, when I lived in Boston, I was on the, I was actually on the, the, you know, the state plan because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't work for a large company. So because yeah. of Obamacare, I was able to buy into the exchanges. Um, and Boston actually has the best, some of the best medical care in the country, the hospitals, MGH, uh, Brigham and Women, some of the best hospitals in the whole country. And I, I felt like I got really good health care there. Now that I'm in Colorado, I had to buy into the state exchange mm -hmm. here and, the, oh. and knock on what I haven't had to try it out much yet. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't have 100% confidence in my healthcare plan. So if that's what you're asking, I'm not, I don't know. I don't I don't feel 100% confident that it would pay for what I needed it to if I had yeah. a problem. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, I'm satisfied in the way that I know that I can get covered for a lot of things, but not everything. Like, of course, when I was pregnant, the doctor I really wanted was out of network. Yeah, um, yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, you have to make decisions based on that. And it's kind of like, how am I paying so much money for insurance yet I can't yeah. 
you know, choose this one doctor. And so that was frustrating. Um, and my, I have an insanely high deductible and, you know, it's just expensive. It's unbelievable how expensive it is, but it's cheaper than the alternative. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, insurance in the U S is, Oh, it's a tough one. It is very confusing. Do you think it's confusing, Lindsay, or is it just me? Yeah, I mean, I think in in two words, it's complex and controversial. Complex and controversial because there are two sides to this, right? There's always two sides to every issue, and we want to try to get to know both sides of the debate, but very controversial, very heated topic, especially right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, whenever I have to call my insurance company to ask a question, I have this huge pit in my stomach because I know Mm. that there's going to be all this jargon that's going to confuse me more and I may not get a straight answer. And you're kind of like, when you get off the phone. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to be the one taking those calls from the insurance company and denying people coverage. Yeah, that would be really hard. I mean, that reminds me, actually, guys, to set the stage today for today's topic. Um, Back in the day, back in, I think, 2000 something, the movie Sicko came out. It's a documentary by Michael Moore. Now, that's a very one sided documentary. (laughs) Okay, very one sided, very biased. But it does bring up the side arguing for universal health care. I was released in 2007. Check it out if you get a chance. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, guys, we're talking about this because we have a question from a listener um, about healthcare in the U.S. Uh, Lindsay, Great. would you read the question for us? Yeah. I'm really glad our listener, Ricardo, asked this question. He said, what about an episode about healthcare in the U.S.? As a Western European, it boggles my mind how the richest country in the world cannot take care of its citizens. I was reading an article about Bernie Sanders on the New York Times, which said that he might be hindered by his radical for the U.S. views on healthcare because those who can afford it are afraid a universal healthcare would make them worse off. Do you agree? Would you rather Mm. keep the present system? Also, how do average Americans plan their lives in such a system? I'd be so stressed that I could barely function if I were in (laughs) such a predicament. Thanks again for a marvelous podcast. Looking forward to the Android app and the course on business English. Ciao, Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo, great question. And just to answer your your side point, Android app hopefully is coming in 2020 and the business English course. So stay tuned, guys. Definitely. I love this question. I mean, it's a tough one, but we're going to take a crack at it. Going to take a uh, crack at good, it. Which is a good uh, bonus phrase for today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also, guys, I wanted to mention this is one of those deeper discussion episodes where we share a deeper issue. It's a political issue. It's a human issue. Mm -hmm. And this is something that you are going to want to get our Connected Communicator course because Mm -hmm. this course, Lindsay takes you all around the U.S. and she talks to all sorts of people, not only people on one side of the political spectrum, but she speaks to uh, people who are... Did you... Something with the NRA, Lindsay? Did you speak to people (laughs) in the NRA? Yeah, I went to a gun show. Because again, I like to see both sides of the issue. I don't yeah, want to just sit in here. a room with people that believe the same thing as I do and just like rant, right? I want yeah. to actually hear the other perspective <laughs> so I can make my opinion more nuanced, right? Uh, right? So I did go to a gun show and I brought those interviews to you guys through this course, okay? So yeah, for sure. It's very political. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so definitely get that. So how do they get on the Connected Communicator course? On yeah, all, so they go to all ears and guys go to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection and sign right up. You can get the plan, choose the plan you want, and you can get in the Facebook group and get started with lesson one. 
<laughs> Choose the plan you want. That sounds like healthcare. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. Getting back into that. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So let's talk about Bernie Sanders. So, I mean, mm. uh, what does it mean to be like, they said that are his views radical? Yeah. I mean, so radical could be on either side, actually. Yeah. Right. So radical yeah. just means extreme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this case, Bernie Sanders is a radical leftist. Um, mm. He calls himself a democratic socialist, democratic socialist which yeah. I think based on our history and our the way our, our country was kind of founded and our values, I think the word socialism is a massive red flag for a lot yeah. of voters. Yeah. A lot of yeah. voters just recoil, even at the word socialist. <laughs> they just recoil. And, and, you know, I can, to some extent, I can understand why they do. Um, right. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I mean, and and he says, oh, but he he's a democratic socialist. But people, it, just that one word, even if he's saying, you know, wait, 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 you know, um, yeah. I think that <laughs> yeah, like you said, people don't don't like to hear that. But um, there are, I mean, Bernie Sanders has some good ideas. This is not a beat down Bernie Sanders episode. Um, right. but um, yeah, you yeah. know, we'll we'll get into our opinions more. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. We're not here to beat down any politicians. We're going to try yeah. to tell our story and tell you how we feel about the healthcare system. And anyone you talk to is going to say something different, right? So we'll give you guys a couple key words to pay attention to and then talk about what we think, you know? Yeah, definitely. So Bernie Sanders, I feel like I always hear Bernie Sanders say this, although other people may say it too. I always feel like he says something that like healthcare is a human right and not a privilege. Yeah, um, have right. you heard him say that? Sure. I mean, he says the same five things in all of his yeah. speeches. He just well, says the yeah. same things. So he doesn't actually <laughs> give any details. He doesn't give any. Nu- that that was the big issue I had with him. There are no numbers. He's not sharing yeah. numbers, not sharing data. How are you going to pay for these things? There's nothing there right? from yeah. what I've seen. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of this, though? Uh, the idea of it being a human right and not a privilege. So I yeah, it, basically that fundamental idea idea I do agree with. Um, but I struggle with how to pay for it. So yeah. I'm also kind of like a bit more um, like real reasonable and realistic when it comes to politics these days. Where is the money going to come from? I do think everyone should have access to health care. But there's a lot that goes into that making that possible. And I'm not sure that we could actually make it happen. Yeah, right, right, right. I agree with you. I agree that it is a human right, though. And I, I think yeah. it's unfortunate, like, that people are literally dying because yeah. they can't pay yeah. for things. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, but some key words that we're going to talk about today, guys, are co-pays, right? So that's something that you have to pay when you go to the doctor. It's kind of no one really I don't really know why. But <laughs> just every time you go, you have to pay a copay. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the plan that you're on. Yeah. And it, your copay could be a certain amount for drugs. It could be a certain amount for x-rays, right? It just depends on how much you're paying monthly. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So then the next one is deductibles. What is that, mm-hmm. Michelle? What is deductibles? That's how much you have to pay before healthcare will kick in a certain percent. So like, for example, if I go if I go to an annual visit just at my doctor for a physical, um, that I don't have to pay for. I'd have to pay for the copay, I believe. I'm not sure, actually. But um, that wouldn't be uh, something like that. That's pretty much covered overall. But if I go yeah. to some other random doctor um, for whatever other reason, that may not be covered. And so that goes into my deductible. So let's say mm-hmm. my deductible is a thousand dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to meet that before insurance will pay a certain amount. So like if I went to that doctor and it cost $300, Mm -hmm. insurance will not cover that. 
Right, right. And this makes me think of a bonus phrase for our listeners today. Before insurance will kick in. I like the expression yeah, kick in. Kick we'll in. start yeah. to contribute. We'll start to activate, right? Become activated. So you would need to pay an additional 700 before you get to that 1000 deductible where those insurance will kick in, right? So confusing. Um, So and then uh, <laughs> prescription drugs, that's an easy one. That's something yeah. that your doctor tells you that you need yep. to take. Mm-hmm. And then other terms you might hear, guys, again, you're, we're talking about these so that you can have these conversations conversations with American people, right? That's the whole point. This is a launching pad today for you to go and ask other people what they think about this. So you can Mm -hmm. start to complicate your opinion. And that's always the goal. So Mm -hmm. in network and out of network, what what do those things mean, Michelle? Guys, today's conversation is all about healthcare in the US and worldwide. This is a deep topic that would be great to start a conversation about in English. Our course, The Connected Communicator, shows you how to get into these deeper topics that you want to talk about in English. So get started at allearsenglish.com slash connection. Allearsenglish.com slash connection. basically in the network of your insurance. So does your doctor take your insurance? So mm-hmm. that that um, then you can go to that doctor and that's in network and it's going to be cheaper. Now, let's say y- you might have a plan that you cannot go out of network. They just will not pay. But right. some people, I believe, have out of network privileges in which they can go, but it's more expensive. Yeah. I mean, one thing. So this is an example of where our medical system terrifies me. I learned that with my insurance, if I need to call an ambulance um, out of network, I'm going to get stuck with like a $35,000 bill. Ambulance service is like crazy expensive. And that's not out of network for my coverage. And so if I ever get hurt, like in skiing, yeah. like away from Denver or something, I'm going to have yeah. like a lifelong massive bill. So yeah, I mean, it's, it can be detrimental to people financially. For sure, for sure. Oh my gosh, so scary. So guys, Bernie Sanders is looked at as radical because it would be a huge change and because it would not leave Americans with a choice, which is something that we're not used to. Americans, Mm -hmm. you know, this idea Mm -hmm. that we can have the freedom to choose um, whichever it is. Um, So some candidates were willing to do a Medicare for those who want it. I think Pete Buttigieg would say that for those who want it. But um, you know, so if you wanted to be under the Medicare for all plan, you could do that. But if not, you could keep your private insurance plan or whatever it is. Um, so Bernie Sanders is saying, no, everyone's going with Medicare for all. Right. And that's why it's one of the reasons why it's radical. Yeah, completely, completely, Michelle. And I really like to listen to The Daily um, because they really, really give a lot of nuance to these topics. And they interviewed on a recent episode, someone from... um. uh, a union from Las Vegas, a workers union in Las Vegas. And that particular workers union, they had negotiated a great medical plan, a great insurance plan. They love their insurance. And so Mm -hmm. they didn't want this Medicare for all Mm -hmm. to come in and get and take their insurance away because they felt like the quality would go down and it may go down, right? We don't know. Um, I start to feel like how could it not go down if we're trying to service that many more people? How could it not be that the lines will get longer? Getting an appointment would take nine months to a year. I'm assuming that would happen, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, we we don't know. There's so much that we don't know. And guys, we do want to make it clear on this 
this episode. Lindsay and I are not healthcare experts here, right? Oh, yeah. We are we are giving you this is a, an an average uh, opinion about what's yeah. going on, but this episode is not meant to teach yeah. you all the intricacies yeah. of the healthcare system. So we're giving you our opinion and some of the basics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, it the point is that it's very complex. Um, it's really and I complex. and and really, I don't think a lot of people understand it. Yeah, I mean, and that's the goal today to understand that it is really complex. It, it there there's not just one like right way to do it. Just because other countries are doing it a certain way, that doesn't mean it's the right thing for the U.S. I mean, we're right. such a huge country. We're such a, a, an incredibly, like, I don't know. We have so many different lifestyles and opinions, and and it's so hard to bring us all together under under one system, right? There's so many more complications that come up, right? Exactly. And and the other thing is that you know a lot of people think that sounds great. Like every, he says, no copays. I don't think. I think. Mm. I think he says it wouldn't be any. You wouldn't pay anything. Copays are deductible, but pe- people say it sounds too good to be true. And how will he pay for it? Well, that was always my issue with Bernie Sanders. Like, I did not see any math. I didn't see any logic. And and the candidates during the time when there were all the primary candidates, Buttigieg and everyone, they were asking him that too. Bernie, where's your math? Show me your math. And there was nothing. And yeah. so I have a big problem with that. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. I mean, I, I, I mean... I think for now, this is how it works, guys. So when I go to the doctor, I have to pay a copay. And like I said, if it's not a regular appointment, um, I have to pay an additional. So for example, I mentioned recently that my my baby was sick and I was out of town. So I had to take him to an urgent care. Do you want to know how much that copay oh was? Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. How much was it, Michelle? $75. That's pretty high. Yeah. That's pretty high. That's pretty frustrating when you, he, he a has copay. a cold and I take him to the doctor. Usually yeah. mine is like $40, but I think something like for the urgent care was more expensive so you know these things deter people from going to the doctor yeah it didn't deter me but like i i mean if you if it's hard to afford that you know yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and it's hard to know, right? We can say our opinions now, but if there's some bit big, God forbid, right? There's some big like disaster, then my opinion might change. Me- you know, medically speaking, my I know that my mom this year. I don't know if I've ever revealed this on the podcast. My mom had breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, and she went through a whole system. But I was actually very grateful because she was on at that time. Um, she was 65 or older. She was actually like 69, so she was on Medicare. Which is med- the Medicare system works really well uh, for people of 65 and older. And I do agree with that. Once you hit 65, you've worked, you know, there should be some really good health care yeah. waiting for you at that point. Um, yeah. And so I was really thankful that she had that because she had she went to the best hospital in Boston, kind of in the world, Dana Farber, and they were able to oh, get wow. rid of it, basically. Um, wow. Amazing. So I was so thankful for Medicare at that time for older people. But I don't know if it could work as well if it applied to our whole country. You know, definitely. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh, Lindsay, these are yeah. a lot of good questions. <laughs> we may do a follow up on this, uh, but I think we're going to have to cut yeah. it off for now because we could go on all day. So, guys, uh, look out for a possible follow up yeah. uh, either in the very near future or in yeah. a little bit. <laughs> 
We're going to have to come back to this, Michelle, for sure, for sure. All right, Michelle, thanks for hanging out. And I love when we get into these deep topics. Guys, we want you to go out, start this conversation for yourself with someone else so you can get that complicate, you know, complicate the issue. That should be the goal. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And don't forget to get in the Connected Communicator course so you can get more of these kinds of deep conversation topics. Yeah, guys, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. All right, Michelle, talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.